6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. A lot of you have been texting and asking me, you know, what's going on? I'm seeing all these, you know, military military helicopters flying around. Why are these Black Hawk helicopters landing at the hospitals? What is going on? Well, we're going to find out directly uh, from someone right in the mix of it all. Lieutenant Colonel Fred Gannett joining me this afternoon. He is the commander of the Air Task Force for Exercise Maple Resolve. And Maple Resolve, a massive uh, military exercise underway right now in Wainwright. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Gannett, welcome to the show. Hey, Jalen. Thank you. Thanks for having us. It's uh, it's great uh, for you that you're able to make some time for us this afternoon. A lot of people wondering what the heck is going on with everything that we're we're seeing a lot of different birds flying around right now. Maybe we can start with uh, what is Maple Resolve for those who don't know. Yeah, right, sure. So Maple Resolve is a premier Canadian Army exercise that we we do basically every year. It's where it's the opportunity for multitudes of, of ar- uh, Army units and, and particularly Air Force units to come and uh, conduct airland integration training in this really uh, nice large uh, range where we can conduct maneuvers and more importantly achieve uh, all the training objectives that we need to achieve high readiness status so that our forces are ready to deploy and and operate around the world. When we talk about high readiness status, what does that mean? And I understand, you know, the brigade here, uh, one Canadian mechanized brigade, it's, you know, a big part of that right now, and certainly with the Air Force as well. But when we talk about uh, readiness, what does that specifically mean? Right, so readiness is basically all the training that leads up because when we take individual, you can be individually proficient, you can be really competent in your field as, as a person, but if you're not able to work or operate as a team, that there's not much use to that. So that's what we mean by readiness is that we, we take all the individual training that we do and the, and the units come together and then they, they interact and they, um, they, they follow orders, they, they, they issue uh, you know, orders to, to make sure that, that they're able to collectively uh, achieve the objective and that's what we call by readiness so they're they're ready to operate as a team and go execute a mission and so if they get called upon by the uh, the, the federal government to go get them they can go get them we're ready to go we are prepared which is really important I think a lot of people think of, of Maple Resolve as as mainly an, an army uh, preparation exercise but obviously we have a, a, a large um, air um, a component of this as well so can you give us an idea of, of what um, uh, the Royal Canadian Air Force's involvement is with this as well specifically yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. So we, um, while you're 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 absolutely correct, it is mostly an army-based exercise. Uh, the, the Air Force is 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 a critical partner. Uh, so, so we we really focus on on enhancing airline integration. We have quite a few assets here. Uh, we we can have uh, F-18s that are tasked to come support. We can have Aurora aircraft as well that can come do a, uh, you know, provide imagery and uh, and and relay on communication for with the ground force. Uh, we can have uh, also importantly the aviation battalion, which is our our army aviation like uh, you know assets uh, that's that's 
works with the RCAF, but we primarily support the Army, so such as the, the Griffin helicopter okay. or the Chinook helicopter. Um, and th there's also a support element to this. So here in uh, in Wainwright, we're at a fairly uh, you know austere uh, landing site. Uh, it is a full paved runway, so for example, Hercules helicopter are able to land. But in order to operate at airfield, we need um, you know a support. So we have uh, actually a deployed tower uh, and. Uh, in uh, air control service that they're actually deployed from Trenton. So that's a capability the Keen Forces maintains. If they, if they need to ever operate in, in foreign location, they can deploy, um, you know, a little mini package okay. that can control an airfield, uh, and, and we have that here as well. And also, uh, you know, to your point about the Blackhawks, so we need um, medevac capability. And, uh, you know, because the these training exercises, there is an element of risk, and we want to make sure that our soldiers uh, stay safe if there's any kind of incident. And that's where the, uh, the Black Hawk helicopters uh, come and provide that uh, important capability. Yeah, and they're uh, National Guard uh, Black Hawk crews, and, and, you know, we've seen them in the past. I think one of the things that has happened this year uh, is that a lot of people are working from home and maybe didn't notice them in years past when they have been doing those uh, familiarization flights between Wainwright and the hospitals. But certainly when they're flying over a residential area now, it's a little bit more um, eye-opening and, no <laughs> and noisy. That's right. Uh, Colonel, isn't it? Uh, yeah, they are pretty uh, spectacular to see. Uh, you mentioned that in the in past years the f-18s have been involved at the auroras i know the hercules chinooks as well the griffin helicopters certainly a big part uh, of it with supporting uh, the army and certainly the, you know the army of the west um this year what does that air force component look like do we have the chinooks in this year i know there's a there there's you know the griffin component um from 408 and in other places as well Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we have uh, additional components here. We have the Griffins. It's a very busy uh, spring time frame for, for the Air Force in general because of the last year with the pandemic. Uh, there hasn't been just simply as many training opportunities. So it's a very busy uh, springtime, uh, you know, period of, of training. But, uh, you know, thankfully, we have a very robust uh, COVID protocols in place to make sure that we're able to safely uh, conduct our training. That's absolutely essential to maintain high readiness. Before I let you go, Lieutenant Colonel, when we talk about uh, being ready for the, the COVID part of all of this, what protocols have been put in place? Because, you know, you have, you know, usually this exercise has about 5,000 uh, members showing up to it. This year, it's about half that size. But still, you look at 2,500 people gathering. Um, you know, you have to worry about spread. You have to worry about all of that. What is in place to ensure the, the safety of our members? So they've had exactly, Jalen. That's one reason why this year the exercise is a lot smaller, just simply because of of the fact that they they, they wish to reduce the risk. But uh, additionally, what's important is that we have different. So they've created bubbles within the exercise, and only people within those bubbles and those cohorts are actually interacting with each other. Uh, th there's also a very very robust measure. So everyone before flying in or moving into the the Wainwright training area had to isolate for seven days.
employees. And then upon arrival, uh, you get isolated, and then you get tested, and then you have to wait until you get a negative test results that come back. And once that's confirmed, then you can integrate in your bubble, and then from there you can uh, you can safely train. But even even while then you're after you've isolated, you've tested, you know, you're within your bubble. Even then, we still maintain you know distancing and wear the masks, and uh, and, and and wash our hands or use uh, you know the good old Purell like most people do. <laughs> Has there been any spread of the? Have you had any cases so far? Because I'm guessing that uh, with that many people, the, the the possibility of that happening is is real. So why why we can't provide specifically the number of cases? There there has been some confirmed case within the, some of the personnel that came through the exercise, but thankfully, and that's what's great, is that the the screening uh, system that we have in place caught those, those cases, and now they're being uh, they're being addressed. Uh, that's good to hear. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Fred Gannett joining me this afternoon, the commander of the Air Task Force for Maple Resolve, the massive exercise going on out at Wainwright. Uh, sir, thanks for joining me this afternoon. I appreciate your time. I know the exercise gets underway officially on the weekend, but um, I, I understand that you're pretty busy, so I sure do uh, thank you for making time for my show this afternoon. Thank you, Jalen. Have a good day. Take care. All right. Uh, yeah, Lieutenant Colonel Fred Gannett, uh, who is also the commanding officer of 403 Helicopter Operational Training Squadron out in uh, Gagetown, where, you know, people who are, you know, pilots who are learning how to fly Griffin helicopters. That's where they will go to get uh, their first three months of training. So uh, don't freak out. Don't worry. <laughs> um, I've seen, uh, you know, some really interesting comments regarding the, the Blackhawk helicopters. Um, uh, no, it's just part of this exercise. And they're familiarizing themselves from, you know, from Wainwright through to Edmonton, just in case something happens. If you see the big Chinook helicopters, if you see the Griffin helicopters flying around, that's what it is. Uh, I know we have a lot of listeners out in Wainwright. Peter from Wainwright, uh, he texts on a regular basis. Uh, you know, they're totally used to this sort of uh, thing, but I uh, would love to hear from them as well. All right, just about how it's going so far. It's busy times in the airspace out there uh, these days. It's 3.50 on this Wednesday edition. We'll take a quick pause here. We were talking about getting your driver's license earlier.